welcome back to the Job Culture Podcast. I'm your host, I Took the Guy. Today, I'm here with special guest, Wise Boy Jeremy, man. What's going on? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, man, it's good to have you on the show. Uh, when I was listening to your music before I, I got you on, I was really I was really intrigued because I feel like you got a really different style of rapping because it's very narrative focused, and I feel like we've been seeing a lot more of that, uh, you know, in rap, but it's very different. So what do you think drives you to, like, it's so different? I mean, like, I'm I'm a product of my environment in general, you know, so, like, I, it's not like I'm trying to, like, push a certain narrative, you know what I'm saying? I guess it just comes out like that because regardless, I'm kind of just speaking from my heart and speaking from a place of truth, you know, so the storytelling aspect of that, I'm sure that's what drives a lot of, you know, the narrative-based concepts. Right, so, you know, what made you want to get into rapping? Like, because there's so many different styles, especially, so what made you want to not only rap, but, like, rap from such a personal place? Well, it started off as not being able to, like, express myself in the way that I really wanted to, you know. And that just started, you know, me just trying to write out my emotions on paper and everything just so I could read them back and kind of try my best to understand myself. And the rapping aspect didn't happen until, like, I found out that my dad was making music. And he used to make music when he was younger. And I was, like, seven, eight years old at the time. And he was making music at the age I am now, like, you know, his young adult years and um I found his old notebooks and it was kinda like, yo, I can you teach me how to do this? And like he had walked me through writing my first raps and then like I really never looked back after that. And and the raps were all like, you know, just rhyme and shit at the beginning. But like, you know, over time I learned to like bring my personal life into it because that, you know, really helped me express and then, you know, having people listen back and relate to stuff that I'm going through. Hey words. So what's that what's that like learning process like? Cause like like learning how to like build from the ground of like this is how you compose a song, this is how you write a song. I mean, it all just came with time and practice and just like repetition, you know what I'm saying? Just like figuring out what I want to do, figure out what beats that I like to get on, you know what I'm saying? Really just, you know. And my music has changed so much over the years. Like I've been making music seriously and like dropping shit for like about five, six years and like my music has changed drastically, like from that point. So and it's might you know it's subject to change from this point you know what i'm saying like because i'm going to keep making music and keep experimenting trying new shit and seeing what i really want to you know move forward into do you ever look back at that stuff from like five years ago and you're like man i really like how i did that but i wish i just had like the tools to do it better all the time bro especially like my work from like 2020 because i feel like that was when i first started like putting out music that i was really proud of and like really moving into you know a direction that i really wanted to stand behind but still, I was, like, just getting into it. So it was kind of like, man, if I had touched those topics now, I feel like I could do it so much better. But, you know, I appreciate, you know, that work for what it is. And I'll never, like, try to retouch it and, like, go back and revisit the concepts because, you know, like I said, I'm proud of, you know, what I did. Yeah, I think with that, you know, it is really easy to want to go back and be like, man, you know, I wish I would have done this better. Let me let me do it. But it'll never be the same as it was because you can exactly. never be in that same headspace. Hell yeah. What kind of artists have been like inspiring your sound? Because like even from your older music, you could tell like there's different inspirations there. It's not the same as it is now. Um, now um, I pull a lot from Tyler. Not um, so much how he sounds, just like how he goes about his art. You know what I'm saying? Like he's very hands on. He's very creative. He steps out the box a lot. And then um, you know sonically, I feel like I'm along the lines of the likes of a you know a Mick Jenkins or an Earl Sweatshirt, just with like beat selection and how I approach um you know my verses and rapping and stuff like that. Um, of course, I was big on Cole and Kendrick when I was in high school. I still am, just, you know, they did influence, you know, how I approach music a lot. 
can definitely hear like the Earl influences and like some of the stuff now and like a lot of like uh kind of like the Alchemist style beats when you're when you're going through it. For sure, that's one of my dream collabs. I, I really want to get like on an Alchemist beat. I mean, honestly, that's possibility is kind of high because he works with like so many people so frequently of just like different levels of like notoriety. I'm I'm hoping I'm definitely manifesting that one. I know that you've worked with a few other artists. So what's that collaboration been like? Just like working with other artists. Is, do you find that difficult? Because I know a lot of people are like, it's kind of weird, you know, to rap on somebody else's song because they don't do it the same way that I do it. Nah, man. I usually like to, um, you know, step into somebody else's world or vice versa. I want them to step in my world. And I usually, you know, when it comes to collaboration, I'm pretty open. But I usually go for people that, you know, I am like, a fan of you in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like your music as its own, you know what I'm saying? So I know that whatever you bring to the table on a record of mine, I'm, I'm always going to be satisfied with because I just respect and love your art that much more, you know? Yeah, uh, even doing this, I found, like, it is so much easier to work with people, like, whose art you really like because I've definitely, like, had an interview with some people whose music I was like, I don't really feel this, but I know you got, you know, man, you have a lot of followers, so I'm going I'm to get you on. But, like, with you, man, it was like, I was really messing with your music and I felt a real a real vibe, real connection to it. So it was like, you know, I feel like it's gonna be a productive conversation, really, really memorable. I appreciate that. Thank you. What is your writing process like though? So like how long because I know I know a guy told me once he was like turning out thirty songs in a night. Oh yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm not that type. Um, not at all. I'm very articulate with my shit. And um I, I, I usually um I have to have a beat most times. Like, there'll be times where I think of a verse or a line here and there, but nine times out of ten, I, I usually just pull up a beat, I sit with it, I listen to it a couple times, and then, like, I just approach it however, you know, my heart tells me to. So I, I try not to overthink, because I, I used to trip a lot on, like, excuse me, I used to trip a lot on, like, my first line and how do I want to open the song, but that overthinking alone really, like, held me back a lot. So I kind of just started, you know, the first thing I think of just, Write it down, go off of that, and if I don't fuck with it down the line, change it. But nine times out of ten, I always end up just keeping it because I was just, you know, I was just overthinking. And um, like I said earlier, I'm I'm really just a product of my environment. So as far as process, I'm just like usually in the moment, like whatever's going through my head at the time, whatever I'm thinking about at the time, you know. So with the beats, then are you making your own beats, or you got you got a producer, or are you just getting them off the internet still? Now, I'm currently working with uh, one of my producer homies from Virginia, uh, Curdy Pandy. Um, dude is, like, super fire. He's an instrumentalist, and, um, like, his, his structure is, like, so mesmerizing. And another thing, to be honest with you, my process has changed when working with Curdy because, like, it's not like I could play the beat a couple times and then just, like, write the verse. Because that's how I was doing it a lot of times before I started working with Curdy. I would already have the beat in my head because I looped it so much, so I would already know, like, all right, cool. Cause I know how to bars and sh little shit like that. So like, all right, cool. I got a 16 here, whatever, whatever. But with Curtis, like his beats and his drum structure will change like through the beat. So I can't just write and then come back to it. I have to write and keep playing the beat and writing over, writing over because it's like, it's very, like, it's a live feel. You know what I'm saying? So the cadences that I am able to touch over it might vary in the next four bars or might vary in the next eight bars. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that found it's easier to work with like a producer that you know as opposed to just like grabbing a beat off the internet because like you guys can work through it together you guys know each other's style so you can kind of cater to each other a lot more in that sense 
I mean, yeah, I def I definitely do feel like working with people you know it, it makes it more intimate and personal. But you know, when I was grabbing beats off the internet, um, it was kind of like I feel like I was in a position where everybody was shunning it, you know. And um, you, there's some a lot of great stuff like online that you could really, really, you know, make you can make great art with. Like some of my biggest songs, like Traveling Local, which is one of my biggest songs. Um, that beat was off YouTube, you know what I'm saying? So. It's, it's really just all a balance. Like, whatever you like, whatever you fuck with, whatever you find cool, rap over it, you know what I'm saying? Of course, make sure that, you know, you get your leases and shit if you grab it off the internet. But yeah. other than that, like, you know, I, I I never have a problem with that because, um, yeah. That's a mark of a, of a very creative artist thing. Because, like, I know a lot of people, it's just like, if I don't make this beat myself, I'm not going to rap over it. Because if I made it, then I know... I know exactly how it's going to go. And if I don't like it later, I can go mess with it and just have it be better. Right. What do you think, like, in terms of, like, your sound, what do you think your biggest progression has been? What made you, like, shift so much? That's, that's really a good question. I, I, I can't really put my finger on, like, a time or, like, a place where I felt like, all right, my sound changes. But, like, especially, like, recently, I could definitely feel it while I'm writing what I'm writing about, the beats that I'm picking and stuff like that. I'm like, I feel like I'm really moving into that realm of like, this is only a sound that you're going to come across when you hear Wise Boy Jeremy. And I know that that's probably something that a lot of artists think and rightfully so. That's a something that a lot of artists have. But like, I don't know. I feel like that's why I say I feel like I'm entering the realm. Like, I don't want to say just yet that, oh, I'm making the most original music possible because I know that I'm not. And there's like billions of people that are making music, but like I said, I feel like I'm definitely like with, I know with the more that I lock in and the more that I focus on my craft and my sound and shit like that, like give me like a year or two and I'll be making shit like you've never, ever heard before. You're making, you know, this like cutting edge kind of stuff. Do you ever feel like I need to kind of get in line with like what's going on and what's popular? Nah, man, I never, I never really, never really crossed my mind. I just always made shit that I like. And, and obviously this is with the knowledge that this is not the most popular music right now, but, like, if you really look at the state of the game and you look at the state of the underground, like, it's really, like, the people that are doing their thing, the people that, are the, um, that aren't really, like, you know, trying to follow the trends that are having the most longevity and having, you know, the most, you know, cultivating music and stuff like that. And every time you hear what they're doing or you hear something from them, it's kind of like, wow, like, it really makes you stop and think, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of the game right now is microwavable, at least in the mainstream. And it's cool and all because, like, um, you know, a lot of that shit I'm into. I'm not one of the people that, you know, I hate if I feel like your music is not genuine or I hate if I feel like you don't make the same type of music as me. Like, um, Yee is literally my favorite rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love people like Playboy Cardi, Uzi, stuff like that. So I just, everybody is going to approach music differently, you know, so. You just casually dropped that Yeet was your favorite rapper. <laughs> yeah, not like actually, bro. Like, I, I really, every time people hear me say that, they're like, yo, like, how? Like, what the fuck? But not like, really. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Now, nah, I feel like the way Yeet approaches music, like, I, I think dude's a genius. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. I feel like if you listen to Yeet on a surface level and you hear something like Money So Big and you hear like, um, you know, something like popping, you're just like, okay, whatever, this dude is like, just mumbling shit, but like, yo, a lot, like, 
It's um I don't I, I think this was a rumor. I'm not sure if it's true, but like Loki, you can hear it. Like um the song that he recently released, Talk, which was like I think the lead single to his um his life project. Um like the beat, like that was his voice. Like he was like vocalizing the the synth that came in and it was just like you know what I'm saying? That's something that's usually unheard of unless you're talking about like a Kanye West or something like that. And this is not comparing you to Kanye West or nothing like that, but <laughs> just to see like how he approaches something like that because a lot of the people that make music of his caliber, of his style, they're just kind of like, whatever, whatever about it. But I feel like you could just, as a musician, I could hear that he cares about his shit, you know? Man, maybe it's because like the first time I really interacted with Yeet, I took my niece to see the Millions movie and I was like, what? What is going on right now? It was it, it was some it was some crazy, bro. I wasn't I wasn't crazy about that song. I, I'll say that the the whole um the minion song that he did. I wasn't crazy about that one, but you know, I you gotta do what you gotta do. So I understood like why it was made and everything. It's like it's a bag, but it's like you know when you're developing your style, when there's people like that, and you know it's not gonna be like super mainstream right now. Does that ever dishearten you at all? Because I know that regardless what was real is gonna is gonna prosper, you know. So yeah, I think you know, like a lot of people making music in the underground scene. It is it's really sad because I knew a guy and he was doing really well. He was doing something really unique, but I just kind of slowly watched him fall in line and drift away from the thing that he was like doing so well. And eventually that style kind of got bigger, but he just never went back to it. And I. I get that, and it's like, you know, like I said, people change how they approach music over time, so stuff like that is, is always, you know, bound to happen, I feel like. It's like changing environment, and you know, I definitely see what you're saying with like, this new wave of music that you're really repping right now is just around the corner, so do you think mm -hmm. like, you're carving out your lane for it now to where it's like, oh, two, three years, it's gonna be like, hey man, wise boy Jeremy, you know, he's not even up next, bro, he's like it now. Like, like I said, just I feel like it's gonna come with time. Just really focusing on, you know, the music side of things, and just trying to, you know, really set myself apart from other artists and stuff like that. With setting yourself apart, are you just trying to do it like what? What sets you apart in it? Because like there are other people who kind of make music in your similar genre. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I feel like I'm entering that realm now. Like especially with this new with this uh sorry with this new music um that is gonna, you know, separate me in a sonic sense, you know, with the music and stuff like that. Um, and like I said, that's what every artist strives for and that's what every artist is going to, um, is gonna claim like, oh, I don't sound like anybody else. Um, and then a lot of people will narrow it down to like nobody that's coming where come sounds like this. I feel like that's another big thing. Like, I don't think there's anybody at the Jersey that's really like making the music that I'm making or sounding like I sound, you know what I'm saying? So, um, in general, like, two, three years down the line when I really, like, like I said, because things change, and my music from five years ago to now has changed so much, and five years ago, I was just making, you know, I was just regurgitating what I listened to, and that kind of turned into, you know, okay, I kind of want to start separating myself because I want to take this seriously, and the only way that, you know, um, only way, in, in my head, the only way that, um, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling a little bit, the only way that, you know, um, I could take it seriously is if I'm really, like, not worried about whatever's going on out there and I kind of just focus on doing shit that I love, doing shit that I like, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that sounds cool to me. 
you get that man so but like at what point were you like you know i gotta start taking this seriously like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be up next i'm gonna be like a name that people know um to be honest with you like recently like and i've i've, I've been getting like small traction on my music for about two years now and i've grown the most i have this year especially with the drop of like ug and then still children and then the um you know travel local going around like it did it was really a recent thing that i'm like okay um maybe i should start like not taking it seriously because i've been taking it seriously but maybe i should start like switching my approach and like trying to build a lot more around my dream and my passion you know what i'm saying like i recently quit my job and that was a big step for me you know what i'm saying because i had to put a lot of thought into it and like see how i would continue to live financially and support myself and stuff like that while chasing my dream and ultimately i just decided that i'd rather put the time that i put into a job into my passion and shit like that I'm cool with sacrificing the money right now, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool with, um, you know, dwindling down my spending habits or my lifestyle or whatever for a couple years until I really get what I want. Because at the end of the day, this is not my bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? Working at a dead-end job, you know what I'm saying? And just living at my parents' house and shit like that. This is not my bigger picture. And I know that to, you know, get to that bigger picture, I'm going to have to make sacrifices. And I've made a lot up to this point, but quitting my job definitely was one of the biggest ones like a that's like a major move because a lot of people are like they will not take that next step because like being a musician it's not easy like doing what you love will never be easy and it's going to come with like a lot of sacrifice and i think a lot of people just don't get that right now at all you know what i'm saying so you know what keeps you motivated then is it just like a i'm gonna be successful and i know i have the skill level to be successful I mean, not really, because I know that nothing is promised, and though I'm very optimistic, and I have faith, and a, a, a faith, and a lot of it in my um, in my craft and what I'm doing, and I have a great support system, um, especially from my hometown, and it's only like, it's only growing by the day. Even with that being said, I, I know that nothing is promised. So, only thing I could do as an artist, as somebody with a dream, I could just keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying, keep my head up, and just know that what's meant for me. And what I deserve is going to come to me regardless. You know what I'm saying? So as far as staying motivated, I, I literally just love making music. Like every day I just wake up, I want to make another song. And when it comes to like recording videos and stuff like that, like I have fun doing that shit. Because I'm very hands-on with a lot of my videos. And I'm doing them with, um, with my homie right now. Um, and we're in a collective called Eighth World. And we shoot everything. We um, Everything shot, directed, edited by us. You know what I'm saying? So everything is in-house. So even then, like I'm still getting to let out um, my passions and my creativity in a lot of different avenues that aren't just music, you know what I'm saying? So nothing is ever forced when it comes to like shit that you'll see. Like if you see me post something, whether it's a video or song, you know what I'm saying? Like everything is 100% genuine and I stand behind it 100%, you know? I want to talk about that actually. A lot of your music videos, the visuals are so dynamic and interesting. So are you filming that yourself? Or are you like in the film like that? Or you just got people to do that for you? Like I said, um, I do them all with my homie Mac, and um, we're in a collective called Eighth World. And um, all we, um, shooting videos is not our only creative avenue. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't want to say too much because a lot of it is under wraps right now. But um, you know what I'm saying? We shoot videos. We want to move into like feature films and stuff like that, like actual movies. Um, we make clothes and stuff like that. And um, you know, we just want to be a multifaceted multimedia platform. And right now, we're kind of in our video arc. And we've been shooting a lot of videos for local artists. Um, shout out to every artist that we've done a video for so far, because I don't know which ones will be out or be in the works by the time this comes out. But um, I know that right now, um, shout out to Cashcore, who's from my hometown. Um, we shot a video for him. 
just released it and then traveling local and live to see which is my last song um we did the videos for that and the process is always pretty smooth uh pretty seamless you know what i'm saying like there'll be times where we bump heads because right now we're really the only two creative minds behind it but um you know other than that i feel like disagreements and stuff like that they're gonna have to happen along the way and it's like when you're moving into something like this with one of your best friends it's like y'all are not always gonna agree on everything but the thing is we'll disagree a lot but when we do agree it's like we were on the exact same plane, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's never any in-between. We either disagree or we agree with each other a thousand percent, you know? Yeah, so what made y'all want to, you know, start your own little platform like that? Um, that was, that was his idea. That was his dream that he's had since he was, like, you know, 16 years old. And he didn't bring it to me and a couple homies until two years ago. Actually, it was, uh, we called it our anniversary, which is ironic, but it was 9-11. 9-11-2020 that um, he had brought it to us. We were just out skating, and he was just like, yo, like, you know, I got this idea. Uh, I want to call it Eighth Well. And then it kind of just started out as, like, making clothes, and it kind of, like, took the avenue of a music group and everything. And then, you know, eventually things happened, and we ended up, you know, people from the team ended up coming and going, and then it kind of left just us to, um, you know, run with everything. And even before that, we kind of decided that music was not the avenue that we wanted to focus on. We just wanted to focus on the clothes and getting the clothes out. And we did that. Our first drop was um, May. I, I believe it was May 13th, something like that. And, um, yeah, we dropped the clothes. And then our first video was uh, May 20-something. I don't remember the exact date, but that was Traveling Local, our first video. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're still working. We're still trying to, you know, find different ways to step out of the box and just create new shit and just kind of, you know, really put on for Jersey. Yeah, I love I love seeing that stuff like that, man. People coming together just like art collective. So you think like working all these different like other art forms has made you a better artist like lyrically? I mean, lyrically, I'm not sure. Creatively, definitely. But lyrically, I kind of, you know, I feel like that's a whole different, a whole different box that I'm always like hyper focused on. But like as far as like that being improved by exploring other creative, uh, creative avenues, no, nah, not really. Yeah, because I was wondering because you know I knew this guy and he was he was a he was a film, he was a real film uh, major for a while and he was really into stuff like that and he eventually moved into like hip hop and he said like you know working on the film set doing stuff like that like kind of prepared him for it because you get to see like the different levels of artistry, right? When you're making a song, who do you think like your audience is? Like, who are you talking to when you're when you're on a track? Um, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Whoever's willing to listen, whoever wants to hear some shit that, like, you know, can act as a distraction to what they're going through, but at the same time, kind of, you know, not alienated, but at the same time, you could relate to what I'm saying, but, you know, it kind of takes you away from it and that, like, you can use it as an escape type of thing. So... Album, I think you definitely you definitely get a sense of that because where it is relatable, it doesn't feel like it's trying to shove like a message down your throat. It feels like it is just for you to like listen and kind of go to this space for a minute where you can still feel like you know you are yourself, but you're just you like experiencing somebody else. Right, you know, and my music when I um another thing is like a couple years ago, like my music was like overly positive and it was overly preachy. You know what I'm saying? And it was like every time I wanted somebody to hear my music, I wanted you to think. I wanted you to think positive. I want you to think twice on this. I want you to, you know, not do these things and blah, 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 all this other stuff. And like, you know, to any artist that, you know, if that's your your brand, if that's like what you're going for, then more power to you. But personally, I just I just felt like for me, that was kind of corny. 
because I would really like not talk about a lot and I would not share a lot on record because I was like, oh, um, this is not positive. I don't want people to hear stuff like this. And I was really like stepping away from a lot of the struggles and internal battles that I went through and not putting those on record like I initially was just because I was like focusing on who's listening and focusing on what people would think of me. And I was like kind of a weird time for me. And I kind of stepped away from that recently. And I had to understand that, listen, I'm not trying to go for as many positive reactions to my music you know what i'm saying and i mean not positive reactions positive takeaways you know what i'm saying like i'm not going for you to come to my music and always have to take something positive away from it you know what i'm saying because i've lived i've seen shit i've been through shit you know what i'm saying um and i want people to to know that stuff and i feel like before i wouldn't put that on record you know what i'm saying so now it's like i'm going for more relatability than just like somebody taking something positive from my music because if you do take something positive you know what i'm saying that's great that's amazing, and I'm I'm very happy about that. But like, that's not my that's not my goal. You know what I'm saying? That's not why I do it. Most things like it's important that you felt something, not necessarily like a good thing or a bad thing. It's like the goal was to make you feel something. Exactly. You did drop your album this year, so anything lined up for the future? And you also dropped a single not too long ago. So, are you are you like got stuff in the works, or is it already like uh is it like a little ways out from here? Uh yeah, me and Curdy, the dude who produced the last single, uh, we're working on a project right now. So, um, you know what I'm saying? We're still in the stages where we're just locking in and just like making music and trying to like, you know, do what we could do. But um, yo, can you still hear me? I think it switched my audio device. No, you're good. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, we're just in the process where we're just making shit, like sending MP3s back and forth. He'll send me beats, I'll send him back drafts and stuff like that. So, um, we got the cover for it. Uh, we don't have a name yet, but um. Yeah, we kind of just, you know, still working, still trying. I want to actually talk about the cover for your album, though. It's really nice. So you designed that yourself or you just, like, get it commissioned? Nah, that was actually a commission from one of my homies from uh, Chester. Chester, Pennsylvania. Like, she, um, I reached out to her because I, I saw one of my homies repost her art. And um, I was like, yo, like, her style is perfect for what I want to go for. And, you know, I kind of just, you know, laid down what I wanted. I told her and I was like, yo, from here, you could just, like, freestyle, like, do whatever you need. And then um, she sent it back in like two, three weeks. And I was like, yo, this is like, this is amazing. Because me personally, I feel like the cover is like one of the most, if not the most important part when it comes to presenting a project. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not the album itself, but presenting a project, the cover is probably the most important part. Because if your cover is trash, then you know what I'm saying? You're going to get overlooked. But if your cover is really like captivating, then like, you know, people are going to be like, wow, maybe I should listen to the music just because I like the cover, you know? I definitely feel that because I've definitely done that. Like, there's some albums just like, like with Donda, I was like inclined to not listen to it. I was like, this isn't anything. This isn't giving me like any sort of feel for what this is gonna be, and it kind of it kind of drove me away for a little bit. But as I feel like, I feel like with Kanye especially, I feel like the music is always gonna be like, it's always gonna be a trip inside his mind. But like, like I said, I feel like it's so important when presenting an album that like, I have that much OCD. I feel like that just like fucked up his whole discography in a visual sense because it's like just a black square. So it's like, dude, I like, I don't know. It's just, that's just me when I listen shit like on Apple Music or Spotify. It's just kind of like, you know, but like I said, I know that Kanye's music is always going to be like, regardless of if it's good or bad or however it's perceived, it's always just a trip into like where he's at at the moment. And I definitely know what you mean in terms of like, at least like visual appeal for it's just like everything's all bright and colorful. And I think after like, yeah, Jesus is king. Like even at Jesus is king, it's like this isn't anything anymore, and it's like not. This feels less Kanye. Right. 
the visuals, especially like, and I know we were talking about fashion a minute ago. So are you designing any of the clothes for eighth world or are you just, you know, uh, contributing to that? Nah, I'm usually just contributing. Like I play, um, I take a back seat when it comes to that stuff. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like the designs, um, were like, uh, he'll share them with me and everything. And, um, everybody on the team, cause there's more people on the team now than it was, um, the traveling local area it was only two people now like we've branched out and we've um recruited a little bit more people so you know what i'm saying the designs are kind of just thrown out there and then um you know everybody gives their opinion their output and then we go from there but i'm not the one that's like designing them from scratch ever like been into or something you ever thought about doing i mean as an artist yeah you know you think about merch and i've always had the thought that i don't want to just slap my name or a, a, a cover on a shirt i want to make it something that people will actually wear people will actually fuck with and something that can actually stand alone is like all right i don't just like this because i fuck with his music i like this as like you know a piece but you know maybe sooner down the line i definitely want to do merch for this next project so something i kind of always hated about a lot of artists merch where it's just like you didn't have any input on this design you just put the album cover on there you just kind of just push that one out real quick exactly it's clear that you have an appreciation for art in all forms. And I think that definitely comes through in your music. And just like, there's like a lot of different layers to it. It's very layered. Definitely. I feel like, um, yeah, like I said earlier, in a creative sense, like exploring other avenues really, really like changes my approach to music. You know what I'm saying? Like whether I'm taking pictures, stuff like that, or like um shooting videos, editing videos, or even like stuff like, little hobbies that I try to find time to do if I read or if I'm, you know, I rarely, rarely watch movies, but like, I'm trying to get into it a little bit more. Um, if I watch a movie, like a lot of times it's like, I, I kind of just want it to make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? I usually won't go for like comedies or scary movies. Like I want to watch, I'm big on documentaries and stuff like that. So I don't know. I usually just leave with, I want, I want to leave with something when I'm, you know, consuming any piece of media. So it's like, I feel like any movies that I have sat down and took the time to watch within the past six months, I've definitely like left with something and like kind of changed my approach or how I look at what I do in my craft when it comes to music. I definitely feel that because like uh, I do a little bit of design work here and there with a friend of mine for just like clothes and stuff. And it's definitely one of those things where it's just like, I don't want to be like when I'm trying to design things, I'm like, I'm not trying to consume media that will not contribute to the art I'm trying to make right now. Hey, bro, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good. All right. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. All right, man. So, like, I know you said you got the project coming up, but is there any, like, singles coming out before then that you know of anything, you know, that's on the way soon? Uh, Yeah, for sure. I um Probably I'm looking at October. I'm probably going to drop again. I've been really focused on, like, visuals and stuff like that, so... Every time I drop a single for this project, I kind of want the visuals to be like super, super captivating. You know what I'm saying? So, um, moving forward, just completely, you know, looking at stuff like that. But the music is definitely coming. It's definitely on the way. What you been listening to, man? So, like, so what you've had in your rotation? Damn. Uh, recently, um, I listen to a lot of Mavi. I listen to a lot of Mike. Um, like I said, of course, Yeet. 
Um, Ari Lennox just dropped a great project. Uh, Freddie Indeed. Gibbs also was another one. Um, Jid just dropped a fucking crazy project, uh, The Forever Story. Um, other than that, in general, I listen to like um, a lot of Griselda. Uh, I think Cleo Soul is really good. She's like, um, um, I I wouldn't know what I consider her genre, but she's like real mellow, like laid back. Um, Amaria is another good one. She's super underground. Uh, Faye Webster is um is really really dope. Um. Damn, who else? Um, yeah, just in general. Uh, you know, Masego I think is good. Slum Village, um, Pink Seafood, Fly Anakin, people like that. You know, so um, I, it's a lot of underground names and shit like that. And it's it's super super mixed because I listen to a lot of different types of music. But right. yeah, my rotation is like all over the place. I love I love a good Faye Webster drop. People don't people don't listen to Faye Webster that like people that I talk to on here don't listen to Faye Webster like that. So it's it's always good to hear. Oh, you you fuck with Faye Webster? Bro, I love Faye Webster so much. She's super good, bro. Her uh, her project, I know I'm funny. That shit was like when it came yeah. out. I think one of my homies from work put me onto it, and um, I don't want to say I didn't understand it at first, but I was kind of like, I it's it's cool, but it's not like you know, it's not for me. But then like. I kind of gave it another listen. I'm like, no, this is actually like amazing. Yeah, I, I had just uh, listened to car therapy sessions not too long ago, and bro, mm. I can't even lie, bro. I, I shed a tear there. That was it was beautiful. Actually, dog, like she her shit is like amazing. All right, bro. Where can folks find you at? What are your socials? Uh, Wise Boy Jeremy on everything. Wise Boy World on Facebook, um, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Wise Boy Jeremy. All right, man, you can find us at the Drop Culture Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, go stream Live to See Out Night by Wise Boy Jeremy. And remember, do it for the culture. Do it for the culture, yes, sir.